Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode number 104 of Thyroid Nation Radio Live Talk Show and Podcast. I'm Dana Bowman, founder of ThyroidNation.com and ThyroidHealing.yoga. And I'm Tiffany Milanich of GratefulGarden.biz and MendingMedicine.com. Today we are talking with the mother of menu planning and protector of the family dinner table, Leanne Eli. And uh, we are, Eli, sorry. And we are so excited to talk to her. I don't know why I had a problem with that. I just looked at it and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to say it wrong. And then I said it wrong. That must be what people do with my name because I get my, nobody ever says my name right. Like, there's two N's. How can you say it wrong? I guess that is true. You know, you get called Dana a lot. I do. I do get called Dana. Let's not even say that word. And it's Dan, Dan, nah. Dan, nah. Leanne. Well, a little, uh, uh, phonics uh, moment <laughs> this <on> morning. <laughs> Leanne the Eli. Going, oh my God, she must not be with them. They're going to go on one of their tangents again. <laughs> oh no. That's funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oof. Well, while we are waiting for this lovely protector of the family dinner table, how are you today? Uh, that is a very loaded question. I'm great. <laughs> I love loaded questions, particularly for thyroid patients. Yes, I I got some vitamin D out in the sun just now for my thyroid. So how's that? I had three Brazil nuts this morning already. I had my um, what Jenny? I know, and but I, isn't, you know Isabella, she would wring your neck though on the three Brazil why? nut things. Why? You know? Well, because they're. It all depends on what soil they're grown in. So they can be super high in selenium, and they can be not so good in selenium. Yeah, it's well, an unreliable source of selenium. But three's not going to kill me, right? If they're super high, really? I'm going to start ordering some organic special ones from Amazon. But until Brazil, then, I'm right. sorry, Isabella. I apologize. I know that this is probably not your favorite thing, but um, we yes. just we just want to make sure that we're telling people, you know, the the good stuff. All the different because there is some fairly good research on on um, you know uh, on selenium and yes, autoimmunity. So and she has a great article right? on my website about selenium. <laughs> exactly Bella. right. Okay. Yes, she so does. I mean, I know, that's but my whole point got to do what works for you, <laughs> and being able to go to the kitchen and have a little snack um, of only three. So, and you um, like Brazil nuts. I right, do my like concern Brazil is, that, is that they may not be enough. So they may not be it may enough, not be enough but you know what? I'm getting something. It's better than nothing, and I'm not getting too much just in case because I'm only having three, and it's a little treat for me. <laughs> just a little treat. I'm having my water with lemon, which Jenny calls our, um, our thyroid latte for the morning, my water with lemon. The water with is it warm water? It is warm water. You're having lemon tea. I am. Water with lemon. <laughs> yep. Thyroid latte. Have you the felt morning. a have you felt a difference with that? With my morning water with lemon? Yeah. Oh, I've been doing that for so many years I couldn't even begin to tell you. I'm having my warm coffee with half and half. And who would who would not approve <laughs> of your coffee that we've had on the show? <laughs> Oh my God! I don't. I think it'd be easier to say who would approve. <laughs> it'd be easier. <laughs> and you know yeah. what? 
I know. I my coffee from my cold, dead hands. Yes, I know. I sleep like a baby, and I'm sorry. I'm convinced that it's all genetics, to be honest. It is. I think, I think it's a genetic makeup that really tells us whether we can or cannot. That's right. Not just about anything, right? I mean, look at, uh, look at you know, the more homework I do on sulfur. You know, there's lots of people that can't, um, can't take glutathione and alpha-lipoic acid. I am one of them. Uh, made me feel extremely ill, and that's a whole sulfur breakdown deal. So if you're having massive stomach aches and problems with uh, glutathione, I don't know. I'm just saying you might want to do a little homework on those sulfur, (laughs) on on sulfur, right? You've been doing pretty good with that sulfur, right? Well, it's not like I eliminate it because I still, you know, I mean, you look at uh, garlic as an antiviral. I mean, that's a that's been a huge benefit for me, you know, with the Epstein Barr and and. Uh, but yeah, if I eat less of it, I definitely I made this this fish sauce with. Um, we have a lady at our local farmers market that makes a pickled garlic with no sugar, oh, and it's got right. like rosemary and thyme and. And um, she puts, oh, my gosh, just like all this wonderfulness in there and, you know, marinates these garlic cloves. And uh, the sauce is awesome, right? So I would chop up the garlic cloves and I would put the sauce with some butter and some white wine and then boil it down. And it made it this great sauce for salmon, right? And uh, I know, right? And we noticed that, you know, all the kids would get real grumpy the next day, and, and I would be in quite a bit of pain, right? Because I'm, I'm not an easy-on-garlic person. It's like candy for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so me too. So I would eat a ton of it, right? But I would be just in, like, really fairly, you know, we're talking good-sized pain the next day in my, in my muscles and my neck and my shoulders and blah, 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 blah. So when, I, when Terry Cochran was talking about sulfur, you know, I did a little homework on that, and I was like, wow, you know. So I cut back quite a bit. I, the next time we had fish, I didn't use any of the chopped garlic in there, but I just used the sauce. And the next day, I didn't have any pain at all. And I was like, okay, so maybe that was like a fluke mm-hmm. thing one time or whatever, you know, but I did it again and then added more garlic back in again and realized um, – then I started really tracking when I was eating heavy garlic foods, like if we went out and stuff like that, and I would it would be associated with pain the next day. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds crazy, so it's all in the amount, right? Obviously, I'm not going to forego garlic. That's just not going to happen. But I don't know. I'm just going out on a limb here. I, I, definitely, um, I definitely see it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, and – and it's a big thing. I know Terry Cochran's all about it, and I I can totally tell. And it's a, you know, it's about to be more mainstream. Her wildatarian is about to take off. It is really, oh you yeah, know, you talk about sure. paleo and and all that stuff right now. But um, this wildatarian that she's she's onto uh, the the low sulfur is helpful. It's just what Tip is saying is that it's hard to give up garlic. Not that that it would be better if she didn't. Uh, if she did, I and mean, you would, it's you hard. You don't want anybody to. But, okay, so, no. for example, cruciferous vegetables are also mostly sulfur, okay? This is what right. makes them, this is what gives them their healthy component, right? Mm-hmm. So I've always said, you know, ever since we've known each other, right, healthy is very perspective. That's something that I've known from being, you know, ill since childhood. Healthy is very perspective. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you have the enzymes to be able to process all that, then, of course, sulfur would be 
sulfur foods would be great for you. But if you don't, that's right. <laughs> or you have trouble processing that, then yeah, not so much. You right. Know? I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just that's just my experience, and of course. That's why we always say that, you know, everything applies to different people and we all have to listen to our own body and, you know what I mean? I can't tell people what to do or not to do. I just kind of put that information out there and we hope that they plug that into their own personal experience and then there may be more information for them there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. For me, it definitely has been a... <laughs> well, you've always had issues with your cruciferous, you know, and... I have always um, had issues with the cruciferous. Yes, my my uh, my thyroid swells, and I don't know what you want to call it, whether it's the goitrogenic effect or whatever it is. But they they don't like me since childhood, and my mom was a huge cruciferous veggie person. And you know, everyone that that has listened to us knows that there was a battle at me sitting at that dinner table, going, I don't know, I'm not going to eat these. So and we're talking like little, like six seven years old. You know, oh, and that, so. and maybe your body is just smarter than we think. It is definitely smarter than we think, or give it credit for anyway. Um, well, I look but, at just even kids and my own four kids when they get sick. You know how they will be completely repelled to protein, and be on a complete carb cra- carb craving. You know there there's a reason for that. Obviously, the body needs to heal, and it doesn't want to replicate cells and grow muscle and things like that when they're ill. I don't know. I just think that kind of stuff is very interesting, you know, and I'm sure there's very. a scientist out there that's been piping about that theory for a long time or something. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. a good thing is what I'm saying. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, right. I really I cut think you that, off. What were you going to say? No, I, was, I don't remember. I, I just, I really think that we're all so unique and bio-individual that that's, that's, the only way you can, uh, you know, heal yourself and pay attention from now on going forward, period. Don't second guess. Don't, you know, listen to what everybody's saying. I mean, take it all in stride, um, research, learn, but pay attention to what your body says because everybody is completely different, you know, which is why some people say, um, (laughs) sorry, sorry, there. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. Um, yeah, this was the messaging with Leanne. So, um, yeah. Well, before um, she before she comes on, real quick, do you mind if I talk about one of my recent clients? Because it it really it it really was an insanely simple fix to get this woman to sleep. So I just want to mention it to the listeners. Do you mind, real quick? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I had an uh, an older gal. Uh, she was over sixty, and she was not sleeping at all, more than three hours a night, and uh, we had thyroid labs. We had all everything done and nutrients and all these different things, and everything for the most part looked good. I mean, there were some other tweaks that, that were being made and stuff, but she couldn't sleep. That was her biggest concern at the time. She's beautiful, wonderful energy, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, long story short, I'm looking at her supplements, and we had removed quite a few supplements, uh, but I said, you know, here I'm you know, looking at the supplements, I said, what time do you take these? Because there wasn't anything that was like this blaring, you know, here it is, right? Mm -hmm. And she says, well, I take them about three, you know, she said later in the afternoon, sometimes later than that. Okay, 
So I, I looked at her and I said, and these were good quality bees. You know, these were not, not cheesy bees. These were potent B vitamins. And I said, do me a favor. You know, of course, we had made some recommendations on thyroid medication to her physician that, you know, agreed the changes. And we, so we got all that stuff down. I said, don't take your vitamins past noon for me. Anyways, long story short, sleeping, eight hours. She can't no. even, she texts me all the time telling me how grateful she is and how ridiculous of a simple fix that was. I mean, she was losing her mind not sleeping. Just the time. So if you're taking right. potent bees, right, like a bee complex or something like that, and you're not sleeping, uh, try not taking them afternoon. You know, because so many people get on that regimen of, you know, we have to wait for coffee from our thyroid meds. We have to wait for iron. We have to wait for all of these things, right? So then the vitamins become, the vitamin regimen can become, you know, somewhat challenging for certain people, right? But you can't take things that provide a lot of energy like iodine, okay? Well, no, we're not going on the iodine subject, the whether to or not to. But if you are taking it, you don't take it in the evening because it will ramp up the metabolism, right? Yeah. Simple fix. It's something to try if someone's listening. And it looks like she is with us. So with no further ado, let's get this Thyroid Nation thriving. Let's do it. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? <laughs> We are so Sorry good. About that. Yeah, okay. that's okay. Yeah. It's it's really hard sometimes to get everybody's time zones together, but you know, here we are. It is. It is. And um what that's so great. That's for me it's so great be, because of Facebook. I mean, I know people have their things and stuff with it, but for me I only look at the positives and sometimes you can't get people on their text or you can't get people on their email, but you can get people on Facebook or vice versa. And so I was uh, glad that you, that you saw me and that I popped up on your screen. And speaking of time zones, I was supposed to have Trudy Scott on last week and um, we worked out the time that she could do it because it was, you know, she's in Sydney and so we figured out what would be good because she was staying with someone. And so we got it all situated and we've been talking about it and planning it for months. And she totally blanked it. And I blanked the fact that her time that worked for her was like actually Tuesday, my time. And so (laughs) time zones, sometimes it's the time zones that just get you, right? It does. It really does. Well, so good morning. uh, And thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. Where are you calling in from? I'm in Boulder, Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. So Dana, how far about that is that from you? She's about an hour and a half. About an hour and a half That's away. That's not bad. No. Yeah, Anna, yeah. where are you? I didn't know. You're in Colorado, yeah. too? I didn't know that. Yeah. Where? Yeah, well, I was in, I was in Costa Rica for, for eight years, and we just moved to Colorado Springs last summer. So that's when I was able to oh. um, drive up and interview and hang out with Isabella for a while, Isabella and Michael, my husband and I, last summer, because they're not too far from you, right? Yeah, they're just, they're just, we get together every Wednesday. We have a wine oh, women's. Well. We call it Wise Women's Wednesday with wine. We like alliteration. So <laughs> she invited me to. A, she did invite me to a, a women's um, wine That's night. It. She said I needed to come, and yep. that must be it. It is. You it. need to you go. To it's only an we hour have and a the half. Best time. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> Definitely. I can't wait. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it. Now you we'll guys are going to have to take a picture for me when you do it. Okay, oh, we, yeah, will. we will. <laughs> Poor Tiff. Oh, um, 
Well, let's let's jump in because I mean, I, I've been a fan for a while. Um, you're pretty nationally known, and there's lots for you to talk about today. And we only have a certain amount of time. So, TV show right. host, you know, author, uh, you know, just there's so much going on. I want you to tell us a little bit about you, how you got where you are right now, and and your history, a little bit about your health and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, in our circle, people call me AG, which I had to ask what that was, uh, or OG, what, and I had to ask what that was, which is original gangster, um, <laughs> which I still don't even know what that means. But apparently, um, you know, because I started, I mean, I was um, a freelance internet writer in the 90s, and, um, and you know, and my, if you ever see, like, the top 10 foods women should eat or whatever, I mean, I started all of that business way, way back when. And, um, of course, you know, it's a lot of it's changed. I used to say eat soy, eat tofu, you know, but, uh, of course, you know, <laughs> the evolution of nutrition and, and research does change right. your mind on things. But, um, you know, it was way back then, and e-diets was one of my biggest um, clients that I had, and I'm still friends, as a matter of fact, with the original editor and do things with him all the time. And so, I mean, that's when I started was just freelancing. And then one day I was uh, – um, you know, I was homeschooling my kids, living in this little teeny tiny town with a, a little farm, cows, goats, chickens, and, you know, just this denim jumpers and the whole bit doing with my kids. And I um, <clears throat> was trying to stay organized and stay on top of everything because I would homeschool my kids during the day and we had farm chores and what have you. And then at night, I'd stay up, you know, I'm sure this is how I blew, one of the ways I blew out my thyroid, I'd stay up until maybe 2 o'clock in the morning um, working on all my different assignments that I had for freelance writing. And um, I met this woman online who, her name was um, Marla Silly, and she's also known affectionately as the fly lady because she used to teach fly fishing. But she had this really charming, down-to-earth way of helping you get organized in such a way so that you're life was less chaotic and was more on task because I just wasn't one of these, what she calls born organized people. So I tried her methodology and it worked like a charm. And um, I wrote her this, you know, raving fan mail, fan email. And it just so happened she lived really close to me. So I was also working for a newspaper and did got permission to do a story on her. And, um, we developed a friendship and we've been friends. This is in 2001 and we've been friends ever since. And she kind of helped me launch because she said, you know, why don't you write for me? Um, because I, my husband and I just go out to dinner. People are always asking about getting organized in the kitchen. I'd just written a, a book called Healthy Foods in 2000. And so, you know, she loved the book. I started writing a column for her, still do, by the way. And oh, um, that's neat. it just blew up. Yeah, it just blew up from there. And that's when, you know, the many plans thing came together and, and she said, well, I, I was like, I can't do this every week because I was doing it for her. And, and that's how many planning industry was born, basically. And, you know, back then I was the only one doing it and um, it got more organized, more precise. And that's the story. That's how the whole thing happened. Wow. And uh, as you know, saving dinner is still around. So there you have it. Well, so tell us tell us a little bit about your thyroid story. Why, since you brought it up? Yeah, since my thyroid. I know we all don't. We have one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, my I was officially diagnosed in in two thousand three. I was going through a, a particularly um, 
dramatic and messy divorce. And my kids were young. Uh, my daughter was 13. My son was 12. Really bad timing, by the way. But, you know, it's just but this is sometimes how it works, 18-year marriage. And, um, you know, my ex-husband, at, the, at not ex at the time, wasn't, you know, wasn't too happy about the whole thing. And I was having anxiety attacks. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on. And suddenly one month I just gained 10 pounds. And I was like, well, I'm not doing anything different. I mean, I had a personal trainer. I had, I, I just, I was like, what, you know, what the heck? The next month I gained another 10 pounds. And then the next month I gained another 10, 30 pounds. My face looked like a dinner plate. It was round and circular and I said, something's not right. I was exhausted, you know, um, you know, 30 pounds in three months. Come on. So I, you know, ran to the doctor and said, hey, I think something's up here. I think it's my thyroid. And she, she gave me the hairy eyeball like, mm-hmm, and uh, <laughs> you might want to stay away from the pizza kind of thing, you know. And I said, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I sincere, I'm, I'm sincerely, I mean, this is what's going on. And my hair was starting to fall out. You know the symptoms. And, um, you know, sure enough, I was diagnosed. I think my TSH um, was, gosh, I, it was like almost like nine point something. Oh, And, my. of course, I know. So I was a real wreck. And, you know, she wanted to, of course, put me on Synthroid. I balked at that. And, and I was put on armor. Never did the antibodies, to nothing else. And, and it worked for a while. And in 2005, you know, two years, I mean, I, I, I dropped – um, close to, it was about almost 60 pounds, um, and was feeling great, really low carb and low fat as well, by the way. And um, then all of a sudden, one day it just stopped working, and I started losing my hair again. And so my eyebrows fell out so much that I actually had tattooed my eyebrows on my face <laughs> because I had nothing, just, just these little you know, it was just a mess and, and just trying to, and I was still speaking, still doing things. And so I was in the public eye and I was just trying to somehow figure out a way to keep myself together. So anyway, that's how it all started. And my life completely changed when I met Alan Christensen. And I know you guys know him. He's just an absolute doll. And Alan uh, did a full panel and everything, and he said, you know you have Hashimoto's, don't you? This is in 2006 or 2007, something like that. And I said, what? <laughs> um, and he goes, oh, yeah, you, you have uh, Hashimoto's. No, it's much later than that. I'm sorry. It was more like 2010. And I said, I, no, I didn't know that. And so, you know, of course, I had his book, and I started researching it. And, you know, long story short, I, you know, with, with, proper uh, medication and guidance and what have you, I, I uh, got into remission and have been there ever since. I'm thrilled. Wow. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I had huge um, nodules. And he, he said, you know, you need to have an ultrasound. He, goes, he said, I feel two. Well, they found three. When they did the ultrasound, I had to have that needle biopsy, which I don't know if anybody's done that. Have you guys done that? It's, it's not a We have not, but had plenty of people on the show who have. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. They come at you with a turkey baster, essentially. (laughs) I mean, this thing is just like, it looks wicked, and it is. And there's just no, you know. And and I will say, too, here's a really important tip for any of your listeners who have thyroid problems and and are saying, yeah, you need to go have a needle biopsy. 
don't let just any radiologist do your needle biopsy because if it comes back inconclusive, what they'll want to do is take out your thyroid or radiate it or whatever. So right. go to an eye, nears, and throat guy. Go to the guy who does, does these. Find out who is going to do your needle biopsy. Ask right. them, how many do you, of these do you do a week? Because I found out when I was doing mine, first of all, I had to wait, and I was, like, really impatient thinking, oh, my God, I've got cancer. I need to get this done, and I just want any old radiologist to do it. But what I found out was, and then, but I couldn't get them. And this, uh, you know, I near uh, this neck doctor, this, uh, he was a throat, neck, and something doctor. But anyway, he told me he does these, he does like three a day. So he said the accuracy oh. of being able to get the needle into the right place, right. he said most radiologists, quite frankly, miss it. And that's wow. when you come back with this inconclusive thing. Yep. He told me wow. that. And I said, that's, that's huge because... How many women have been misdiagnosed and have had unnecessary procedures because they didn't have an accurate needle biopsy? And oh, so that's, that's, that's my, so true of yes. breast biopsies and, and really much, oh, I agree. you know, just about any uh, procedure you should, you know, even most surgery, that's even more important where you want to know how many. So that's incredibly true. Absolutely. <laughs> Scary. Interview your doctor. Interview the guy doing it. How many times have you done this? How often do you do this a week? Um, you know, is this your specialty? This, is, this was this guy's specialty. He does these things. He's just like, this is like, you know, standing at line at a salad bar for him. He just, I mean, he just does them. So I, I have to say that, you know, that, that taught me a huge, huge lesson. And, of course, you know, they came back neg- benign, negative, but they were still huge. And um, just last, this February, I was in, I went and saw Alan and, and Kieran, his wife, and we stayed with them, and we had a really good time. We shot some Facebook Live, and he said, let's, let's do an ultrasound and see how you're doing. And um, he did an ultrasound. We did a Facebook Live. It's on, if you go to facebook.com slash saving dinner and go through my videos, you can see him doing an ultrasound and pronouncing those, those nodules gone. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. I'm going to go search for that one. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and you're awesome. welcome to share it if you want. I mean, I Absolutely. have to tell you, um, one of the best gifts in the world has been, you know, getting into remission. It's a lot of work, but it it can happen. And what do you think okay. was your biggest, the biggest factor, Leanne, that played in that? I mean, this is going to well, sound were, terrible, but were, I mean, nothing shy of just food, but I mean, even... And this is, like well, I said, it's sound terrible, food. getting a divorce I mean, or, you know what I mean? Because we, Dan and I talk about the spiritual component, the, the emotional component of thyroid as well. What were your biggest changing factors in putting that in remission that you feel? Oh, I, I, I know exactly what they were. I mean, I, I wrote a part-time paleo, um, how to go paleo without going crazy. I wrote that as a result of being able to um, get my symptoms at the time that I did this getting my symptoms under control. And by the time the book came to publish, to be published, I was either almost in remission or really close and feeling pretty darn good and lost, you know, was losing the weight and all that. But uh, the biggest factor, of course, was going paleo. I, I did a little autoimmune paleo to start and then went just straight paleo. And I found, um, you know, that, well, for me, you know, it, 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 
the second time around, like the weight gain, I, I knew what was going on and I could feel it in my body that, you know, wow, this isn't working anymore, The what's going on. And um, I dialed in my diet like crazy. I did some juicing and I do, and I still intermittently juice. I, I'm very, um, and I think this is important for every single person who's dealing with an autoimmune um, disease, especially, you know, we're talking about thyroid problems too, um, is being so very aware of your body, um, feeling, you know, feel your thyroid and get to know your thyroid. <laughs> I used to speak to mine and just say, you know what, you, you can self-correct. This is, this is what our bodies do. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to feed you the proper fuel, take away the inflammatory things and just, and work on my stress. And that's what I did. So I, you know, not only, you know, busted out, got rid of all the gluten and the dairy and I needed to, my face was a rosacea nightmare. Um, I have a picture of that somewhere. I should put it up because as, as gruesome as it was, it's, it's just a testimonial too. That's when I started juicing. I think the juicing really helped to clean out some of that stuff. Um, and it was all, and believe me, when I juiced, there was no fruit involved. It was all medicinally green, hold your nose, here we go, you know, kind of a thing. Right, um, right. So, and just just like super clean eating, very, and very on it, lots of water. Um, dialed in my supplements as well. Um, you know, a smoothie every day with lots of collagen in it. Um, what else did I do? Oh, you know, I tried yoga because yoga is supposed to be good, but I, I hated it. So it stressed me out more. So yeah, I just never got into the whole yoga thing, but I did, I found um, bar. So ballet mm-hmm. bar, you know, the bar mm-hmm. classes, bar was right. phenomenal and it, it was relaxing to me and, and everything too, as well as, you know, really helping me to get my muscles, you know, together. Hormones helped a lot. Um, uh, Dr. C put me on some, I mean, I had like a estrogen patch and a shot of testosterone. I mean, it's just like, you know, whatever. I'll I'll do whatever. And then LDN helped a lot, low-dose naltrexone, and that helped to get the antibody. I got the antibodies down so far, and then LDN did, you know, did the rest of the heavy lifting. So, you know, it was a combination of things. And I think, you know, as a thyroid patient, we can't just look at one thing and think, well, you know, we've just done this and done we right, have to look at done. all absolutely right. i mean <laughs> the food is so critically important but people get wrapped up in that it's only the food it's all the other things as well so that's what i did that's awesome so do you still take the low dose naltrexone or do you take any medications at all in or you're just yeah purely I'm in still, remission? um i well i'm in remission but you know still with medication and i still take um uh, West Throid, I take the Nature Throid, um, and my dose. And I will tell you, my dose has gone up, but I'm, I'm fine without that. I'm not on low dose naltrexone anymore. However, I just did blood tests, and if those blood tests come back, and you know, if my antibodies are are elevated at all, you know, they were last time we tested, they were like 200, which it does not mean that the antibody, but it's, it's enough, or it, actually they were just about a yeah. hundred. Um, and that, that's just about enough to say, well, you know, I mean, remission, but not, you know, cured. There are people right. out there who completely self-correct. I am not one of those. I'm 90% there. 
Well, and you know, in, in the same respect, we're not we're not like picking your brain, Leanne, to 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 say anything other than everyone is so different, and it sounds like you feel great, and you, you yeah, know, you get I so do. Stuck on getting these antibodies to zero, you know what I mean, or getting completely in remission. And I don't know. I I I'm going to have to say, ladies, I might disagree with that. It's all about the quality of your life, and yeah. and well, what and you're doing. What and everybody said. has a different formula for what makes that. Does that make sense? Yeah. And he said, you know, I said, well, what about you know my antibodies? And my you know my antibodies are still a little bit elevated. And he goes, he goes, it's nothing. He said we need to look more. Uh, he said, if you feel this good and, and you can still operate, you know, and that was that was a biggie, I, you know, I wasn't laying in bed or still able to exercise, still able to function, work, the brain fog, all that stuff was gone. My hair all grew back. Um, and now I have, you know, I have full-on eyebrows and everything. But, um, you know, he said, what's more concerning, he said, I, I, he said I'd never say you were in remission unless those, those nodules had gone, but the nodules are right. completely gone. And he said, that's his measuring stick more so and that in and than of getting your antibodies. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Great. That's a, that's yeah. a major concern with those there. You know what oh, I mean? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I read, well, I don't know if you guys in your, um, in your um, Wednesday wine, I'm going to fly out there and do that. I don't know. Uh, Dr. Yeah, C posted to. recently an article on, is it Nigella Sadova, which is uh, black cumin, I believe, uh, that shows hmm. some pretty awesome, it yeah. was a very recent article, like within, what, uh, a week, Dan, I think? Yeah. It was, and that's uh, what I, some pretty, I was pretty impressive. Heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I know. Um, like and lowering antibodies and things. It's a, it's an herb. Uh, well, it's a seed. It's it's black, you know, black cumin. And, and weight uh, loss. Yeah. Weight yeah. loss. Hello, I'm there. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're all we're all about that's that, aren't we? That's been yeah. my last big challenge is is getting back to you know a weight that I'm used to. That's been the the big sticker for me is <laughs> is the weight. I would really like to to do that. But anyway, a weight that makes you feel comfortable. Exactly. Right. A weight that right? makes it's you feel comfortable. It's not so much about the weight. You know, I'm pushing fifty. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to have yeah. a 24-year-old body anymore. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when you gain 55 pounds in a year, you know that the weight that you're carrying now is not your 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 natural physique. Does that make sense? Like, oh, that's yeah. what bothers me the most. You know what I mean? If it was like this, this, you know, steady incline over the years of just aging, I might be okay with that. But it wasn't. It was boom. Right. Here, you're going to go from this to this. And, you know, of course, all yeah. related to my thyroid. So... I'm all for that, you know, just comfortable. Walk a flight of stairs, you know. Yeah, just comfortable. Well, and one of the things I think that I've learned, too, uh, you know, and it, I'm a slow learner, so it, obviously it, it it took a little while. But, um, you know, I lost my mom almost a year ago, and she, she had I had taken care of her for the last almost two years. Um, she had COPD, and you know, which is a really miserable disease and a horrible way to go, by the way, and um, you know, did the best I could. We had hospice and all of that, but the emotional toil of dealing with that and feeling so helpless, it brought me to the place of remembering, you know, when I was going through that divorce and that just that the impact of those emotions on my body. And I know, of course, hitting my thyroid, it was, it was the same kind of intensity. And over this last year, I gained you know, and then plus I moved to Boulder from from uh, North Carolina, but just with those big life changes, 
um, I gained like 17 pounds. And, and of course, I've got a closet full of clothes I can't wear and, um, right. you know, was like really beating myself up. But, you know, the thing is, we all have the ability to go back and, and self-correct. And so that's what I've done. And I've started losing again. And, you know, those I'm getting back into my size six jeans. I'm not going to not going to give it up, you know, I'm not, I'm not going back to <laughs> those very tight 18s. No, thank you. But, you know, we have the ability, it's just a matter of finding what our, our, our um, particular formula is and being in tune with our bodies enough to know when something's up. And that was a big, um, that was a big light bulb moment for me. Um, I want to just, I don't know if I'm changing gears or not, but I know you mentioned paleo. Um, uh, You had tried some things, and and I'm not sure if you said paleo didn't work or that wasn't the route that that kind of helped you or not. You made an adjustment in there. Yeah, and I wanted to make sure that, you know, I want to refocus on that just a tiny bit and then head a little bit into your meal planning and, and some things before we have to let you go. Sure. Okay. Well, you know, as far as paleo is concerned, I think, when we make any kind of dramatic shift from something that, you know, we did before to something that's, you know, a lot cleaner, when we shift from, uh, you know, the standard American diet to even low carb, you know, that's going to be better. I've never been an unhealthy eater. My problem has always been, you know, I'm a foodie. I'm like, Mm. okay, head first, right into the food bag. You know, I'm just like, Let's strap that thing on and eat. You know, I, I love to eat. I love to cook and entertain, and I love wine. And so, I, you know, I have the all the I've got the setup for being an overeater and for being, you know, problematic. I eat organic, grass fed, wild fit. You know, blah blah blah. I I do all the things, but right. I ate too much. So I had to get really conscious about how much I'm eating. Stopping, being really mindful and, and feeling, you know, what it's, what it's about. When I shifted and got rid of the grains and I shifted and got rid of the dairy and just went full on paleo, which was pretty much what I was doing anyway because watching, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, carbohydrates love me and my thighs. Uh, and I don't, need, <laughs> I, I don't need any help in that department. So it's, I just noticed that, if, you know, if I did this, I got good results. So it's a, it's a shift to a cleaner eating, less inflammatory way of eating. And grains are very inflammatory. Even uh-huh. in, in modest amounts, they can, they can be very inflammatory. Some people than others. Some people can tolerate dairy. At the time when I made this shift and my face was covered in red crusty rosacea, I mean, it, was, it wasn't just slapped red cheeks. I looked like my face had exploded. It was horrible. Um, you know, it was a big wake-up call, like, ditch the dairy now. I ditched the dairy and within and started green juicing like nobody's business. Within five days, I was almost completely cleaned up. Um, so that was a huge, huge thing for me. And, you know, it, again, it was all about the shift. What There's something in your diet that's not working if, one, you're holding on to the weight and you need to lose it, and, two, you don't feel well, and, three, there's, there's pain involved. You know, like I had achy joints, um, my hands hurt. And, you know, if you're a writer, listen, having your hands hurt and, and it, it's, it's awful. It's torture at, at the computer keyboard. 
<clears throat> so that's those were the big things that I did. And of course, you know, adding in and adding in good stuff, taking bad stuff out, stuff that's not working for me, and putting in other things. Like I added the green juicing, for example. I added I added um, uh, L-glutamine into my smoothies every day. Bone broth became a big thing for me. Um, and, you know, has continued to, to be, I've always got, I've got a big pot of bone broth in my refrigerator right now. Um, getting the, you know, selenium. Um, I found out that I had the, you know, the mother effer gene. <laughs> and so I started <laughs> to get methylated bees. Yeah. Um, doing, just doing little things like that. Those little things all added up. So it brought in, you know, blood tests, honestly, those blood tests are your best friend. They don't lie. They tell you right. exactly what's going on and give you a barometer on what to do next. So Amen. I was very careful. I watched those things like, you know, I mean, like watching the weather channel. It was just like, okay, so where am I today, you know? Kind of right, right. So, yeah. Well, I got to ask you because I, I know that you're in a short time here, but, you know, your book, Part-Time Paleo, that is one of the biggest challenges for people, especially when they don't feel good. We all know that, right? And they think to themselves, oh, my God, all this time in the kitchen and the grocery lists and what do I eat? What do I eat, right? Tell us how part-time paleo and saving dinner can help these people. Well, I mean, savingdinner.com, you know, we've got got a software program. It's called um, Dinner Answers. And basically it answers the question of what's for dinner, however you eat. And, you know, I'm agnostic when it comes to dictating to people how they should eat, except please eat clean. You know, that's that's pretty much it. Right, right. Now, if you, you know, however, whatever your eating style is, however, you can find it there on our dashboard. And listen, I've been doing this for 17 years, so there's thousands of recipes right. in that database. And um, part-time, you know, the, the paleo thing is, I think, in my mind, um, when you have an autoimmune disease, I don't think you've got a choice. I think you have to, you owe it to yourself to try it. You know, there's, you, you need to take a look at your blood tests and see, you know, where is the inflammation? And, and, you know, I have a girlfriend who, she's here in Boulder and she's part of our Wine Wednesdays. And, and um, she said the worst blood test she sees, um, and she, because she's an integrative uh, nutritionist, her husband's a doctor and they've got a big practice here in, in Boulder. And she said the worst blood tests she sees are from vegans and vegetarians. Interestingly. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I have to agree with that. It's it's almost a perfect recipe to a thyroid issue. It is. Too. And I mean, for a lot the, of people, that's The research is there. Wire. It's not a guess. Yep. We're not just being mean here, right? Yeah. No, no. And so um, it's interesting. She's had, you know, in working with them, you know, these people are shocked that this is even the case. But they, you know, they've got thyroid issues. They eat tons of, you know, fake junk with made with soy. And made you know, with soy. The thing is, yeah. And I just, you know, every time you eat soy, your thyroid function goes down 30%. And, you know, if that's the ma- master metabolism gland in our bodies, and that, if that's the thing that's determining, you know, weight loss or not, I don't want to mess with that. So, you know, take your right. coconut aminos with you when you go to the <laughs> to the sushi restaurant and tell them that they can hold hold the soy. So I yeah. need to do that. I know, right? You I do. love it. I mean, 
Yeah. It's funny. It's like, it's not, I I have to, I mean, I'm, and I keep a little thing of, um, you know, again, and I also let's feed our adrenals at the same time that, that pink Himalayan salt, that stuff, good stuff. Keep a little thing in your purse. You can buy them on Amazon, you know, or real salt on Amazon in the small little things. And, you know, you can do that. I keep a baggie of Celtic sea salt in my purse and everybody thinks I'm crazy. (laughs) I know. And and my little bag. They love you at the TSA. Right. Let me tell you something. That is a difference for me between totally very swollen hands, feet, and I I have kidney issues. So hands, feet, and and face is salt. You know, when I eat table salt, oh man, it's a nightmare. But I can eat I can eat Celtic or Himalayan salt all day long and not swell at all. Yep. I mean, we we all know the the mechanics behind that, the minerals and you know table salt. Of course, has everything removed and then lots of high dose iodine added back into it but it's a it's a very big difference you can't just lump salt into one definition it just doesn't no, doesn't no you happen. cannot yeah that's no. part of one of the things that i educate all the time when i'm doing like all my cooking videos and i'm showing you need to use good quality salt and pepper salt and pepper yeah. um they are health foods <laughs> they are health foods if you have the correct correct salt if right. you have the correct pepper and you know just as far as pepper is concerned just freshly grind it but it's full right, of yeah. all kinds of things and, and good essential oils and everything. But oh, not it comes out of the little can. Talk oh, about no. anti-inflammatories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very cool. I can just see you guys at your wine night pulling out your all your little <laughs> condiments <laughs> and your little things that you're like, okay, we got to have this and this and this. That's funny. <laughs> you're going to go yep. and you're going to take pictures. I will. Oh, I'll take pictures of all the salt baggies to. and things on the table. <laughs> I am yeah. looking well, at your skillet fajita lettuce wrap, and girl, it is making me hungry. That thing looks so good. <laughs> oh, it is. It is good. We've got we've got all kinds of of yummy things. So yeah, you'll never. It, I promise you, you go to saving dinner. The only thing I don't do is shop, chop, or cook. But listen, we have everything is done for you. Otherwise, the, the shopping list, everything, and you know you can push that shopping list to a, a grocery store delivery service. So I, that you know, I, awesome. people are really getting hooked on these meal delivery services and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're expensive once you get past the everything else. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it leaves a huge carbon footprint. I'm, the waste is ridiculous on these things. And you know what? You can do better yourself and, and pick your own produce. I don't like somebody else picking my produce, I have to tell you. I want, I want I'm pretty fresh, sticky there stuff. too. Yeah. Even even my poor yeah. husband, when he goes and grabs something from like an avocado, I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is impossible. <laughs> they need to be trained. I do. They need to be trained. And we've tried yeah. really hard for so many years. I don't understand why it's not sticking. Why can't they get this? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I get it too. Uh, no. My big pet peeve is avocados with him. I don't know what the deal is. The choosing. Well, I think it's because he likes them a little bit soft, and I like the avocado when you can just barely press your thumb into it. You know what I mean? I like him probably yeah. a little bit more firm than he does, so I think that's the big difference. I'll take them anywhere I can get them. <laughs> well, you know, when you get them from the grocery store lots of times, uh, and, it, and you can't, and it is a little bit soft, like you like it. If it's green, then you're good, but a lot of times... Those softer ones will have some black in there. 
And uh, yeah. I remember watching Emeril Lagasse one time and him saying, you don't just cut it out. Any avocado that has black in it is, is toxic all the way through. And I was like, oh, you know. Right. <laughs> for years hmm. I would just cut it out, cut out the, you know, whatever. Anyways. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna pretend like I didn't hear that. So I know, I'm just gonna right? keep going. I'm Me just too. gonna keep going down my own path. Uh, I have to tell it. you, I, I still it. do it. But I, I'll tell you, every time I do it, I think about that. The one time, I mean, he went on a huge spiel about it, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, really? I'll have to look that up. I haven't heard that yeah, one. Me too. So. Me yeah. Too. Well, we're gonna Emerald, let you go. We're gonna let Thank you go. You. I know you have something um, else to do, but before we do, really quickly, tell us what's your um, upcoming, you know, exciting list for for Leanne. Is there anything you're launching or doing, or vacation, or anything great with your business? Just give us the quick little rundown. Well, um, you know, I'm, I've got all kinds of things going on. You know, from um, I mean, we we just started our reboot camp, so I was helping some ladies who want to. Um, you know, get in there, lose some weight, and we have, it's just, it's fantastic, and these, these gals are going completely nuts, um, so that's really fun, and I really enjoy that. I have a group also called Take Back Your Body, where um, it's just part of what I shared with you, and, you know, the, the impetus for me to say, you know, I want, this is what I want in my life was, was uh, one day I was looking in the mirror, you know, 50 pounds heavier, and saying, you know, I just want to take back my body. And I just started feeling kind of like this is my manifesto in life. And that's when I started really dialing everything in like we were talking about earlier. And so I've, I have a group of women that, um, you know, hundreds of women who are doing this take back thing. And it's also, you know, there's a lot of stuff between your ears that you have to reset and, and fix as well. And that's been a part of my whole thing. So I'm really excited about those two groups. It's really fun. And, um, you know, getting ready to lots of vacation and time off this summer and uh you know yay good let's do good this for you yeah that's why mm-hmm. that's why we do all this right we work and we help and then it's time to replenish so and, and refuel yep that's right yep important well thank, well, thank you, you so, so much, much for, for having me on, on. Yeah, yeah, we're so glad really to great. have you, and I can't wait to meet you in person. I know Isabella mentioned it, so I'll have to come up there one Wednesday and, and see you ladies and bring my little baggie of salt, and uh, we'll take some pictures. Bring your salt. <laughs> Sounds perfect, Dana. Thank you. Thank you, Tiffany, too. I appreciate it. It's fun. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Have a great day. All right. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. All right. You can find all things amazing, Leanne. Eli at savingdinner.com. Look at that. And I did it with her name, last name, too. It's Eli. I know. It's Eli. Right? I can so say well it. Eli. Eli. I can do it. It's I don't know what my problem is. Morning. I don't know. Savingdinner.com. And you can see her book. And there's all the di- – I like it. Really sold dinner answers. Mm-hmm. You know, that is very cool. You can click on the dinner answers, the shop. She's got some great smoothie mixes and all kinds of things. And you can find all things at savingdinner.com. And she was Very the, cool. She has a 21-day knockout. Hmm? She was the first meal planner. So that's, there's something to be said about that. She was way ahead of the curve. That's very cool. That's very cool. I mean, let's face it. That is an enormous – I can tell you right now, that's an enormous challenge in my, in my day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the run is, is, you know, planning for dinner and breakfast and lunch and all of these different things. It's craziness with a working mom and, and craziness. So this is awesome meal planning. Yes. Yes, it is. 
<sighs> well, that was lovely, uplifting. Know, right? She was fabulous. What a doll. Looking forward to meeting her in person. I'll definitely send you some pics. Um, but that was really great. So I'm glad we got, we got to grab her and get her on the show today. If you've missed Thank any you. of the Thyroid Nation radio podcast, you can download them, listen to them. We are on Stitcher now. We are on Google Play. And, of course, you can find all the shows on iTunes. And you can always go to thyroidradio.com and listen to the past shows. Mm-hmm. And as always, a very, very, very big thank you to our listeners. If you get uh, a chance to please uh, leave us a review, that would be fabulous. We do this for you guys, so we love the feedback. Yeah, we do. We love the feedback. And also check out Thyroid Nation Essentials at thyroidnation.com. There's fabulous, fabulous, thyroid-friendly, helpful, wonderful products for you uh, just to make you feel good, make you feel pretty, make you awake. The Brain Awake, Nasal Inhaler, bestseller, Brain Chill. We're going to add that in there today. Just took pictures yesterday. Lots of good stuff. you got to check it out. <laughs> and make sure to follow Thyroid Nation at thyroidnation.com. You've got the Thyroid Thriver stories for resonation between other people and different stories. There's so many different stories. Uh, wonderful articles. You can also follow Thyroid Nation on Facebook. Uh, at the Hashis and Graves Facebook support group. You can ask questions and get feedback from other uh, thyroid patients and uh, even health practitioners in there as well. So on Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, tune in weekly to uh, Dana and I at Thyroid Nation Radio right here. Yep. And, uh, goodness, something I was going to say just blooped right out of my brain. Um <laughs> You've been blooped. I have been blooped. It just went, and then I forgot, and then I remembered. Okay, anyway, we always want to remind you, Tiffany and I, um, we always close the show uh, by saying this. Wellness is a journey and takes continual maintenance and evaluation. If you're in remission, that's fabulous, but you always got to keep paying attention. you got to keep working at it. It's not just going to stay that way. You, you've always got to look at your food, and you've got to listen to your body because it's really, really and it is intelligent and wonderfully made, and uh, it does talk to you. So you just got to listen. Mm-hmm. This is Anna, your Thyroid Nation Gringatika. <laughs> and Tiffany Milanich. Bringing the collective voice of thyroid thrivers worldwide so that together, united we heal. Thanks, guys. See you next week with Dr. Christina Tondora. Ooh, that's a good one. See you next week. <laughs>